Wings with Wings Productions presents episode 23 of the Skylark Bell Wingspan. I'm your host, Melissa Oliveri. In our previous episode, Magpie returned to Pocket to attend the memorial service for Lucas's grandmother, Gemma. In today's episode, we read chapter 23, The Birthday Bell, in which Lucas visits the Shearwaters at Meadow Lane to celebrate Farfalla's birthday. Be sure to listen through to the end of the episode for a special preview of a podcast I quite enjoy called Generally Spooky. Now it's time to settle in, grab a blanket and a warm drink, and let's get started. Lucas has been spending a lot of time at the Shearwater house on Meadow Lane. Mr. Shearwater has agreed to let Lucas use the shed behind the house as his workshop and he finds himself there nearly every day working on various projects. Between jobs, he has been busy carving a skylark to which he will attach the bell that traveled with him from the future. He plans on giving it to Farfalla for her upcoming birthday. Finally, the big day arrives. The Shearwaters have spared no expense to celebrate Farfalla's 18th trip around the sun. Meadow Lane is decorated with swaths of fabric and large bows, candles in every window, fresh wildflowers in vases throughout the house. Lucas walks nervously up to the door, holding on tightly to the Skylark Bell, carefully packaged in a box with a blue satin ribbon that Charlotte found for him in her sewing box. Scarlet the cat had quite enjoyed toying with the end of the ribbon, leaving it a little frayed on the ends. Marius, welcome, says Mrs. Shearwater, opening the door for him. Lucas smiles and walks nervously into the room, which is filled to the brim with the smell of homemade cake. Marius, I'm so happy you're here, says Farfalla, waltzing into the room, her blue dress flowing down to the floor, making her look almost ghost-like. Lucas is frozen to the floor, awed by her beauty. He comes to his senses and smiles at her. This is for you, he says, holding the box out to her to take. Fafala grabs it giddily and sets it on the table with a small handful of packages, each wrapped in brightly colored ribbons. Shall we eat? Dinner is just about ready, says Mrs. Phaeton. Fafala grabs Lucas's hand and pulls him toward the dining room table. Mama has made all my favorites. It's going to be absolutely delicious. Then after dinner there will be dancing. Papa even got a new record for the Victrola. He bought it when he was in the city a few months back and kept it hidden so he could surprise me with it. Isn't it wonderful? She gushes pure joy on her face. Lucas nods, a little overwhelmed, but her energy is contagious and he begins to feel excited too. They sit down to an amazing dinner with fresh tomatoes, green beans, and other vegetables from the garden, warm homemade bread, a plate with a selection of fresh cheese from the market. Finally, it's time for the crowning jewel, the birthday cake. Mrs. Shearwater comes in from the kitchen, carefully holding the cake on a platter with both hands. The white frosting of the cake is glowing, reflecting the light of the multitude of candles on its top. The platter that it sits on is decorated with wildflowers from the garden. 
Mrs. Shearwater sets the cake in front of Farfalla, who closes her eyes briefly before taking a deep breath and blowing all the candles out with one sweep. Everyone around the table claps. Happy birthday, Farfalla, shouts Paloma, her cheeks rosy with excitement. Farfalla sits quietly, soaking in the moment, a grateful smile on her face. All right, dear daughter, you do the honors, says Mr. Shearwater, handing Farfalla a knife to cut and serve the cake. Mrs. Shearwater, this cake is incredible, says Lucas, digging into his piece. The cake has a different texture than the bakery cakes he'd grown used to in his own time. It is more crumbly, but far more flavorful. Thank you, Marius, that's very kind, she replies. It was my mother's recipe. Is it time for gifts yet? asks Paloma, unable to restrain herself any longer. Oh, Farfalla, please open mine first, please. Farfalla smiles and nods at her. Paloma races to the table where the packages are waiting patiently and selects one wrapped with a yellow ribbon. Farfalla slowly unties the ribbon and unwraps the gift. Inside, she finds a hand-knitted shawl made of soft blue wool. Oh, Paloma, it's beautiful, she says, her voice filled with awe. I chose the color to match your eyes, says Paloma, happy that her gift has pleased her older sister. Mr. and Mrs. Shearwater hand Farfalla a package next. One contains a silver locket on a long chain, and the other a painting of Meadow Lane that Mr. Shearwater commissioned from one of the artists in the neighboring town. At last, it is time for Farfalla to open Lucas's gift. This is from me, he says shyly, handing the box to Farfalla. She slowly unties the ribbon, savoring every moment. Finally, the box is free of its restraints, and she gingerly lifts off the lid. She peels back a layer of tissue paper and lets out a gasp. Marius, she says, holding a hand up to her mouth. She looks up at Lucas, her eyes full of emotion. Did you make this? she asks. I carved the skylark, and the bell came with me from Europe. I had been waiting to find the right person to give it to, he says, never breaking eye contact with Farfalla. What a wonderful gift, says Mrs. Shearwater. Farfalla, you could hang it up in your bedroom window. That way you'll see it every day, she says, turning from Lucas to her daughter. Yes, that sounds perfect, says Farfalla, still in awe of the Skylark's craftsmanship. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. The night is young, says Mr. Shearwater. Now we dance. With that, he walks over to the Victrola and puts on a record. They push the table and chairs against the wall to make more space. The next hour is spent spinning one another around, elbows locked, changing partners at regular intervals, laughing at missteps, and stopping to rest and grab a drink. Finally, the festivities come to an end, and it is time for Lucas to head home. Thank you for the marvelous gift, says Farfalla, walking him down the lane. This has been the most wonderful birthday. I'll never forget this, as long as I live, she adds, stopping at the edge of the road and turning to face him. I will never forget it either, says Lucas. 
he and Farfalla are standing very close, and he feels a warmth spread from his heart to the tips of his fingers and toes. Good night, Farfalla, he finally whispers before heading home. Farfalla walks back up the lane like she is walking on a cloud and lets herself back into the house. I installed a hook in your window for you. It's ready and waiting for the bell, says her father, smiling. Farfalla throws herself into his arms and thanks him. Then she grabs the box with the bell and runs up the stairs to her room. She lays the box on her bed and carefully lifts the bell out. She holds it up, admiring the artistry. The skylark has its head turned toward its back, a blackberry clutched in its beak. An ornate vine twists through its wings and between its feet, then down to the loop where the small silver bell is attached. In the fading light of day and the weak light of her lantern, Farfalla can't quite make out the details on the bell itself. She feels it with her finger and comes to the conclusion that it is engraved with a swirl of birds spiraling around it, and perhaps a few words, but she can't read them in the low light. Farfalla lifts the bell through her window and hangs it on the decorative hook her father installed just moments ago. The bell swings back and forth in the breeze, its sweet sound filling the room. Farfalla lays on her bed and closes her eyes, soaking in the crystalline sound. Unbeknownst to Farfalla, in the mirror of the small vanity in the corner of her room, a mist begins to form. Slowly, through the fog, a woman's face takes shape. She is frowning, a look of concern in her eyes, and her mouth appears to be moving, like she is shouting something, but no sound comes out. Farfalla remains on her bed, eyes closed, peacefully oblivious to the woman's desperate attempt at some kind of warning. Thank you so much for listening. Join me next week for Wingspan Chapter 24, The Lark and Bell Artist's Retreat, where Mrs. Phaeton gives Magpie a tour of the house at Meadow Lane, which she has converted into an artist's retreat and art gallery. The Skylark Bell is brought to you by Phaeton Starling Publishing and features original music by Canal. If you're enjoying this story, please consider leaving a rating or a review. They're both greatly appreciated. You can also support my work through a donation via my podcast provider or by subscribing to my Patreon, where you get early access to episodes as well as MP3 downloads of the music, artwork, writing, behind-the-scenes videos, and more. Check the show notes for links to Patreon, my website, and my social media accounts. Before I go, I'd like to share this reel for a podcast I quite enjoy called Generally Spooky. Listen to tales from Scotland's history, legends, and stories. If you're enjoying the supernatural side of the Skylark Bell and share a love of Scotland with our characters, be sure to listen to Generally Spooky. Scotland's history is ghoulish, ghastly, and at times downright gruesome. Who wouldn't want to hear more about it? If you're interested in learning more about Scotland's history, legends and ghost stories, then the Generally Spooky podcast is for you. My name is Ailey, researcher, storyteller and believer in ghosts. And my name is Kieran. I'm chief listener, provider of 
jokes, and Ailey's husband, and we are the co-hosts of the Generally Spooky podcast. Join us as we discuss things like the Loch Ness Monster, the Mackenzie Poltergeist, the Battle of Culloden, and so much more. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You can also find us for free on YouTube and over at our website, generallyspooky.com. We'll see you there. See you there. Once again, thank you for listening. I'm Melissa Oliveri, writer, host, and producer of the Skylark Bell Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.